Aloha and welcome to Connection to the Cosmos with your host, me, Dr. Lisa Thompson, where I have out of this world conversations with extraordinary people. And today I'm really excited to have on a feng shui expert. I don't think I've had one on my show yet. And being a former interior designer, I'm super excited about this. So we're going to have Jillian Rothschild Scholar on, and I'll bring her on in just a moment. But first, a couple of announcements. If you have not had the opportunity to grab my free 20-minute meditative journey to meet your galactic family and guides, make sure you grab that on my website, mysticmanta.com or drlisajthompson.com. And if you're coming to Hawaii, to the Big Island, come on one of my Big Island UFO tours where you'll get to use my Advanced Generation 3 military night vision goggles and see the sky in a whole new way. So more information is at BigIslandUFOTours.com. Without further ado, I'm going to bring on Jillian. Hello, Jillian. Hi. Hi. So great to have you here. Let me share with our audience your bio because I'm... Yeah, I've never had on a feng shui expert specifically, and so I'm really excited. And you do Chinese astrology too, so I'm super excited to hear about all of that. So Jillian is a classically trained feng shui expert and has been working in a private feng shui consultancy since 2010. She uses the wisdom of ancient time-tested feng shui methods and Chinese astrology to identify issues while offering practical solutions for modern lifestyles. One of her strengths is that she simplifies the intricate details so clients can take immediate action to enhance the physical, emotional, and or spiritual aspects of their lives. Okay, so before we jump into what you actually do and having people understand why this is so important, because it really is, <laughs> um, I would love for you to share with me in the audience kind of how you grew up, spiritual, religious, something else, so we can see this, how you got into the work that you do. That's a, that's a terrific question. So I'm actually, so I'm actually from Ohio. Ohio. Okay. Uh, my, uh, my mother passed away when I was very young, young and I was by my father, father who was in the military. And, and so in a Jewish so household, I'm, household, a, nice I'm like, I'm a nice Jewish girl from Ohio. And how do you find, how do you find your way to feng shui? Yeah. So I was so always, I was always into anything. That was really that was really unconventional. unconventional. My first, my first memory, memory of being interested in anything, in anything unconventional, unconventional was the day I had, day I had a fight with my dad over the newspaper, the newspaper because, the newspaper, because the newspaper page had the crossword and the horoscope. And he wanted the, he crossword, wanted the crossword, crossword. I wanted the horoscope, and I, I didn't I, win. But I remember I remember going, "Oh, there's something out there that can tell me about my life." And I, and I went through a healing process in my early 20s, where I was like trying to figure out myself and find myself and understand who I was and I was trying to figure out trying to figure out how to navigate the career path, career path and corporate world, world and it led it led myself to self-help books and, and somewhere, somewhere in there in the, in the 2000 I've, I've got a feng shui book and I remember, and I remember picking it up and showing, showing it to my friend and said, and said this is this is what I want to do this is this really is really interesting. interesting. This can actually help people. And it's ancient, ancient and, and the Chinese, Chinese know something that we don't. And to me, and to it, was me like it was like a revelation. I did. I did spend twenty years in college, in college admissions counseling, counseling helping okay. people find their path, find their path in education, develop their lives. And in, and that, in that process, I was I was like reading every poetry book I could get my hands on. And, and I found teachers, teachers and classes and workshops, and, workshops, and I just I just developed my interest over time. And initially, and initially it was like the thing, thing I did on the side. side. Mm -hmm. But then, but then I discovered, I discovered there was more, deeper, and it was more interesting. And I found my, I found my classical teacher. I mentored with her for half of private mentoring. Became became officially certified in the lineage, and I continued to work at my day job. I made, a lot, I made a lot of money. I practiced, I practiced the feng shui. The I, did I did all the things, things I needed to do. Like I finally got my husband to buy into it. That happened. That happened when the money came. Like extra zeros in the paycheck. Like he was like, oh yeah, this thing actually works. So so I had said I would said I would stay in my job, even though even though I didn't like it anymore. And and one day and I was planning for this. I knew there would be a day. When I, when I was going to, the job was going to end. I made so much money. 
It was like it was like unsustainable. So unfortunately, unfortunately, massive layoff. Hundreds of hundreds of us lost our job that day. But but there were people there were people legitimately crying like. They're losing, they're their, losing livelihood. their livelihood. And I was like, and I was like, like it's my day. I get to do, I get this, to do this whole time. time. And I remember like taking I remember my like badge, taking my badge, tossing it to the, tossing people, it to the people, and like, I'm, like, out, I'm out, out of here. And I never look back. That was in 2019. Okay. Oh, okay. So that was recent when you left the job. Okay. Yeah. Well, okay. Now I'm full time. All Chinese metaphysics, all the time. All the time. Okay. So. For those who don't know, first of all, what feng shui even is, you know, because it's not necessarily like a mainstream kind of practice, right? Not on our culture culture at all. No. Um, So I would love for you to share what classical feng shui is, or feng shui in general, but then what's classical feng shui? The words, the words feng shui shui translate from Chinese Chinese wind, wind, water, water. An ancient, an ancient poem goes, poem something, like goes something like this. Chi, chi rides on rides the on the wind down the mountain, down the mountain and stops at the, and boundary, stops of at the boundary of water. Hmm. And so, and so the land, the land becomes very, very important when we're talking about feng shui. Where's the mountain? Where's the, mountain? Where's the water? Where's the road? Where's the, road? Where's the Where's field? The field? Where, are the Where are the things that are in our environment, in our environment that help drive? And, and sort of shape where chi flows. flows. To me, to me, feng shui, feng shui is a support system for our lives. Our lives. When, our lives when our lives have support, have support through our physical environment, environment and it's just, and it's just easier to achieve the things that we want in life, like like well-being, good health, prosperity, good relationships, all the things that we're striving for. Sometimes sometimes we're just striving for things to be not not crappy. Some of us just some of us just go through life with like little niggly things that happen. It doesn't seem like it's a big deal. deal. But sometimes, but sometimes there, are there are people who deal with really big issues, major health, major health issues, major major financial issues, major major relationship issues, issues. and and sometimes, sometimes you just like, like these problems, these problems keep digging and digging and you can't get yourself out of them. You can't find a way out. And at some point you kind of look around and go. Is it the house? Is it the house? Maybe, Maybe it's the house. house. Maybe there's something going on in my, in my environment that isn't working. And this is and where feng shui can come in. Okay, so can you give us some examples of how feng shui can help? I guess we'll start with health first and foremost. That's a great question. That's a great question. So there, is so a system there is a system called Eight Mansions. Called eight mansions. And it's one, it's aspect, one aspect, one, one lens, lens, if you will, of feng shui. Of feng shui. And this system, and this system indicates how, how chi flows into the house, flows into the house how it's allocated, how it's allocated in whether it's whether it's auspicious or inauspicious and as and people, as people we can use a system, can for, use a system for ourselves so based on so based on the year that we're born we can use we can use this system to calculate our our good, quote, directions, good directions and quote bad directions. and quote bad directions the the four good directions, four good directions are for, are for life generating key. So, so it's the best, vibrant, most vibrant. It's really great. It's for really working. great for working. It's energy, it's energy. It's lots of support. Lots of support. Not so great for sleep. Not so great for sleep because it gives you lots of energy. It's life generating. It's life generating chi. The second one. The second is one is what's called. Heavenly doctor. Heavenly doctor. This is excellent, this is for, excellent health. for health. So if you're dealing with so a health, health issue, you want you to, you use, want you this to use this direction when you're sleeping. When you're sleeping. When you're working. When you're working. You want, you want a good door, a good in, your door in your house to be in this area in order to in order to the to, come the to, to come to you. There's a third. There's one a third one for relationships. relationships. And there's another one. And there's another one for stability, stability, which is also great. Which is also great for sleep. So in my lineage, so in my, lineage my master, my master teacher, teacher used to say, "You can really, you can really change a man's, a man's luck by giving by giving him a good direction, direction to sleep, like a homeless like person. a homeless person. If you give them if you give them a direction to sleep where, to their, sleep head where their head is in a favorable direction, does it mean that does it mean that they're going to become a millionaire overnight? No, no. But it could but it could mean that someone would come to them and offer them a job or offer them an opportunity that can be totally life changing. So so. His theory, His theory was, was everybody, everybody in the hospital was healing, from, was healing a from a major issue, left in a direction that was favorable. They had a greater, had a greater chance of healing faster and greater, and greater outcomes. So that's, so one, that's aspect. one aspect. With feng, shui, with feng shui, 
Everybody wants the everybody whole enchilada. Wants the whole enchilada. <laughs> you don't always get the, you whole, always enchilada. Get the whole enchilada. Sometimes you get it Sometimes the nachos. You get the nachos. That's, what That's what my teacher used to say. And the nachos. And the nachos could, could be like your bed, bed your door, your door, your stove, place in a water. Just a few. Just a few of the key things, things in your home. In your home. Could, be could be a desk direction. And this and this system is very easy to apply. On my website, on my website, I have a free toolkit that you can check out. It's called the Eight Mansions Toolkit. You can go to the website, go to free stuff, and access that. Try it out for yourself. Beautiful. So, what? Since you're throwing the website out, what is your website? Oh, oh, the business. The business is called Feng Shui in Motion, and the website and the website is fs in motion in motion Okay, fsinmotion.com. Perfect. Okay. Well, so. You know, some of the things that I understand in terms of like sleeping position and just the flow of energy. So what if someone's bedroom isn't conducive to sleeping in the correct position for them? Because all homes are, can be weird. I've been in thousands of homes trying to, you know, design them and stage them. And there's some really funky homes. <laughs> so. I hear that. I hear that, and I have, and I have seen my share of key homes, homes too. too. I don't, I don't easy get easy stuff. stuff. I, <laughs> I get really challenging stuff. stuff. I will say. I will this. say this: having, having good feng shui, feng shui is not always, is not always convenient. convenient. Okay. If you're dealing, if you're dealing with, with a major issue, you have, you have to decide what level of inconvenience you're willing to deal. You're willing to deal with in order to. Change your, situation. change your situation because if you always if you always do what you've always done you always you always get what you always got before okay so so it could be it could be that even though in your, in your mind, mind you walk, you in, walk a in a room and the architectural, and the architectural intent, intent is for the bed is for the bed to be on a particular wall but that but that wall wall could be making you really sick it could be causing it could be causing a long list of financial issues relationship issues and if you're and if you're feeling end of rope Changing, changing the angle of, the your, angle bed, of your bed, either, either 180 degrees or just 90 degrees. degrees. Even if you've heard, even if you've heard, oh, bed can't go on that wall because there's a window there. That's a myth. That's a myth. There's a lot of there's a lot of misinformation out there about things, right? I would really, I would really encourage you to change and try it, or you or you think it doesn't work. And I know that I know this to be true. I did it. Myself. I did it myself. <laughs> my husband, my husband and, I and I were sleeping early, early, early on in my phone play experience. experience. My husband, my husband and I were sleeping on a wall. It was the wrong, it was the wrong direction. direction for the two of us because we we're, we're, we're the same. We're the same. We're the same alignment. Okay. We were sleeping. We were sleeping on a very negative wall. Was the wrong. the wrong direction. And then, and then on top of it, another system called flying stars. And the, and the flying stars, stars made, an made an energy formation called a weeping formation. formation. It's like it's disaster. like disaster. We had a we had a massive water leak in our bathroom, in our bathroom which came into our bedroom. And I was like I was like begging my husband. Can we move the, move the bed to a different wall? He was arguing with me. He was arguing with me. No, the no, light stands aren't gonna, stand gonna, gonna fit. It's gonna be really weird in the bedroom. I was like, I was like, first of all, I measured it. I measured it. Second of all. To appease, to appease you, you, I will go without a nightstand because, because again, there's, again, there's another myth out there that you have to have two nightstands. That's ridiculous. Yeah, totally ridiculous. Totally ridiculous. So, so I said, just, like, I said, just let me try it. I was like, you're not even going to do anything. I'll do it myself. I put on my big, put on my big girl pants. Shove the bed against the wall. The nightstands both fit. Really, really well. And within and within a few weeks, started to notice good things. Good things started happening. So in addition, so in addition to, sleeping to sleeping better, the remediation, the remediation of the water leak went quicker. He ended up getting like an interview, like for, interview something for something he applied for, and it like wasn't, wasn't getting any traction. And so it was like, and so it was like the first thing that he noticed. For me, I had a for me, I had a client who worked, and she was like, come, and she was like, come on TV and just out of and come tell us. And and then all of a sudden, and then all of a sudden, like after that, he was all, oh. There's something. There's to something this. to this, and then that and then sort of that sort of led us down to fixing a couple of fixing a couple other things in the house. Yeah. So, so even though even though it's convenient, it's convenient. I encourage, you to try encourage you to try it. Okay. So now <laughs> this is going to be an interesting. What? So what if 
your spouse or partner that you are sharing a bed with, what if you are supposed to be sleeping in different directions? It's a great question. It's a great question. It happens all the time. Okay. Yeah. So how, how do, so, how does one so, deal with that? <laughs> Well, you could do two well, things. You could do two well, things. You One, you can call a practitioner because we would have an advanced formula to give you something that will work for both of you. That's one option. That's one option. The second option, the second is, to option sure is to make sure the breadwinner gets the most support. So if your spouse, so if your spouse is the breadwinner, let them win, let this, them win this one. Let them have, let a, good have a good sleeping position. Because we need them to be rested and to them to have good support. All those things. The third option would be would be to sleep, to sleep differently. differently yeah it's not it's not so easy, so easy right right to sleep like what would sort of feel like, like head to toe, toe well. well there are people, there are people in other countries, countries who will do it, it. Mm-hmm. i have one, one client who was adamant, adamant that she wanted to give her husband the best energy and bless, and bless her heart she's on the floor in a different direction because she was in such a dire situation she was like i will do whatever it takes and it worked for and her. it worked for her it wasn't the only it wasn't the only thing that we did it was well, never, never one thing yeah um, but it was very but it was very helpful, helpful for her and she was able to do it so there's so there's always a solution, solution. okay there's there's well, well almost, almost always, always. I, mean, I mean in my all these all these years, years i think i've told four or, four or five people to move. to move it's not a common it's not a common thing to say like your feng shui is so bad you have to move 99% of the time, there's always a solution that we can tap into. Okay. So, and so then how does Chinese astrology play into this? Because you mentioned, great question. You, you mentioned the birth year. So that's Chinese astrology, right? That's one, like, aspect. That's one aspect. Okay. So I'm 1972. So I'm a rat. My husband, my was, husband born was born in that year. I know that quite well. well. Okay. <laughs> so, so in Chinese, in Chinese astrology, astrology, you take the Gregorian date that we're born, and we, and we translate it to the Chinese called the Tongshu. And it gives, and it gives us, us a year, a month, a, month, a, day, a day, and an hour of your birth in Chinese, in Chinese characters. characters. And we get, and we get what are called what heavenly, stems heavenly stems at the top, we get a set, of, get characters a set of characters of four at the top, and we get another, we get set, another of set of four animal, animal signs. So you might go to, so the, you might go to the Chinese restaurant and see a place mat and go, oh, I'm born in the other rat, or I'm born in the snake, and it gives you like some information about yourself. And sometimes you think, no, this no, this does not apply to me at all. This is not really fit. And the reason is because that's only 25 percent or less percent or less of the information because there's because five there's also five elements in the so if you're so if you're born in the year of the rat you could be a water rat a water rat which is 72 could be could be a wood rat could be a fire rat metal so forth so forth and that's only and that's only 25 percent of the and then we have and then we have a month a day and an hour in addition to in addition to that we have what we have what luck ten year luck ten year periods of time and we get energy energy information information about what we can predict what will happen forecast might come the path of life and and this this all information uses a diagnostic tool it helps us understand our personality likes and dislikes the kinds of Choices that we'll make in life, the things that are most fulfilling to us, the way that we like to work, we want a vacation, when to get married, when's a good time to have a child, when big life changes likely happen, like move or a career change. So if you're walking around in life and you're wondering, how will I put my best foot forward? What kind of career should I get into, or when should I have something, on, have something your on your heart or your mind? Chinese astrology. Chinese astrology. This is a. It's a really. It's a really wonderful tool to help understand, understand ourselves better. In my practice, I understand an imbalance of elements that are in your energy for a person. And then I'm going to use that information overlay with the house to support you. That's the way to properly. Okay. So, I mean, that sounds very intricate. And I love it. Yeah. Well, and I love it because it's very specific to each person. Right. So I call it like I call it like a couture experience because what fits for you in that house different than what different than what fits for somebody else. Okay. And so 
again, how, like, if you are designing a house with these principles, um, and let's say, you know, you have a partner in the house with you or kids or whatever. So are you gearing it again towards more of the breadwinner or how are you, how are you figuring now, like whose, whose information to use? <laughs> generally, we, generally use we use the breadwinner first, okay. unless someone, unless in someone in the house is like a health issue, like a health issue. Like a health issue. Mm-hmm. in which case, we in which case we need a couple change for, that person. for that person. When you're designing, when you're designing from scratch, you can often, you can often eliminate the eliminate obstacles the obstacles that come with buying a house, buying a house for resale. For resale, because when you buy a house, house for resale, you get to say where you put the kitchen, or where you put the bedroom, or where you will like, will like, you just walk, you just in, and walk in and go, oh, it's really great. Oh, it looks really pretty. Oh, I like the layout. But it might, but it might not actually be energetically beneficial for you. You might not, you might not know that. Six months, six months or a year or a couple, couple years, years down the line, line when things, when things fall, apart. fall apart, your life starts, your life starts unravel. unravel. So, so this is why, this is why selection benefit, benefit from feng shui, especially if it's a property, property to make sure you're going to pay for that. All of these are that we're going to look at. We're designing feng shui that fits for that there. Okay. Okay. Well, and what, you know, so again, with my background, and I, I didn't even consciously choose this mug talking to you, but this is my sacred soul mug, which has the quote from Buckminster Fuller, environment is stronger than willpower. I love that. I love that. that is what my book, Sacred Soul Spaces, is based on, because really, like, and I, why, you know, people are might be thinking, why are, why are we talking feng shui on connection to the cosmos? Because we live in a multi-dimensional environment and we have energetic things affecting us, right? Yes. Yes. <laughs> and without like unconsciously things are are affecting us. And so it's really the more that we can be very deliberate, very intentional about our environment that like I'm in my office here, right? So being very intentional because I'm in my office all day long. And so whatever energy is in here is going to be impacting me. Right. And then when we're in our bedroom sleeping, we're there for seven, eight hours sleeping. Right. Hopefully you're, hopefully you're getting a good night's sleep. Hours. Most people don't. (laughs) And so um, anyway, so I just wanted for, for anyone like, okay, why are we talking about this? Because it is so important in in my world. It's important. And I understand. Actually. So, so in Chinese metaphysics, there's a luck. What's called what's called heaven luck, human luck, human luck, and earth luck. And earth luck. Heaven luck. Heaven luck is what you're born with. This is your destiny. This is your Chinese astrology earth chart. You cannot you cannot call back in your mother's womb. You're born in a different time. You get what heaven intends for you in terms of in terms of your luck and the balance of your chart and how you use them is your choice. So human so luck is your fault. It's, it's, it's all the choices that, that we make in life. The, the earth luck is your choice. Why? why? So with the environment, with the environment that, you're that you're in, up, which part of the world you live in, all of those things. And so we, and can, so we can reasonably control, control if you will, or manage two thirds of the of luck in our life. And through the function of our environment. The rest of it is what we're destined to go through. And we can. Not, not change our, change our state. We can, we can adjust, adjust our destiny through our, through our free will. Okay. So let's, you know, so one of the things, again, um, that I, when I was, I did take a feng shui class, and this was back in 2009 or 10, so a long time ago now. But, you know, some of the stuff in feng shui that people do, and I, and so my, I, it's a curiosity question for classical feng shui. You know, people will say, okay, put the bells or the chimes in this certain corner and, you know, certain kinds of, you know, water or plants in certain corners to create that environment. Is that part of classical feng shui? True, True authentic, authentic feng shui will not, will not ask you trinkets, crystals. Money from money, money trees. trees. No, no. Okay. <laughs> we want you to. We want you to understand, understand how the land is formed. Is formed 
because the land the will, land will inform, inform and dictate, if dictate, you if you will, how the energy and how you, and how will, you be will be in space. space. If you think, if you just, think logically, just logically, perhaps a second. Thousands, thousands of years ago, ago those things, those things did not exist. Right. Crystal balls, balls hanging from your ceiling. No. No. All, all they were trying to do was survive. survive. And all, all, they did and all they did was, was like a world, right? right? What side, what of, the what side of the mountain has the right climate, 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 climate so that I can so grow my vegetables and I'm impacted by weather systems every year? Where is the water? And when the water, when flows, the water flows in the direction, direction, how does that, how does that impact my life? I mean, amazing. I mean, amazing. Ancient, ancient, amazing. amazing. They documented all of it. They told thousands of years. formulas that were originally used for people like the emperors, super, super high class people, their power. Their power. And this is, and this why, is why folks raised and only used by Emperors, emperors and presidents, high class people, people and the best, the best companies, companies in the world have an amazing fungi. They're really, really complicated formulas. If you think, if you about, think about some of the big multinational corporations in Hong, in Hong Kong, Kong, in Silicon Valley, Valley, in London, London New York, New York. Think, about think about those big, big money centers of the world. The land, the land itself, itself has a way that's quite good. good. Then, then they're building, building a building that taps into that feng shui. It's not that hard. It's not that hard. <laughs> okay. Even our capital, Even our capital was supposed to be New York, New York right? right? We all learned, from, all learned from watching Play Hamilton. Play Hamilton. Mm -hmm. It was supposed to be New York. It's in D.C. That's why it's money-centric. The reason is because feng land is so good. Interesting. Okay. Well, so how does one know, like, if their land is good? Do they have to hire you or, or another feng shui expert? Or and if someone, I mean, okay, so I purchased a house kind yeah. of sight yeah. unseen yeah. Um, yeah. three years ago. Okay. And right. I did it from a video tour because, you know, because in Hawaii, they were still quarantining for two, you know, you had to quarantine for two weeks before you could do anything And so, when I bought the house. And so we weren't going to come over and quarantine for two weeks and then go house shopping. So anyway, so I bought a sight unseen, not knowing really the neighborhood, anything like that. So how, I mean, so far it seems to be working out. It's definitely not our forever house, but I'm just curious, like how, how do you determine if the house is right for someone? Is it again just that whole Chinese astrology? That Chinese astrology, Chinese astrology is one piece of it. Yeah, the orientation, the orientation of the property gives us another piece of information, of information. And, then we analyze and then we analyze how those two go together. If you're a new, you're a new buyer, buyer. First of all, there's a tool kit on the website. Website, website. Also, fsinmotion.com. Under stuff. But you can also but just you can also just think positively for, for a second. If you if you are buying a house in a city, your realtor, your realtor can tell you which is the affluent part of the city where people, where people are doing really well. The realtor, realtor will be able to say this particular area has become depressed, not being kept up very well, coming out of fashion, not desirable anymore. The key in that area is it's not so, it's vibrant, not so anymore. vibrant anymore. If you go to the, go other, to the side other side of that mountain, people are affluent. Houses are good. It's, good. it's, it's a tribal neighborhood. Property values are high. high. This is really, really good. good. Just logically, Just logically okay. sift through some of the ads even, even, even without feng shui. Some of what your budget is. Maybe you don't have a budget the best side of the mountain. Maybe. Just, just, uh, next just next to that, to that find a pocket that's quite good. Quite good. I do not. I do not live in a million dollar house. house. I don't. Need I don't need a huge place to see my husband. So, so in the mountain, in the mountain that, that I live in, there's a pocket of huge, huge multi million dollar house. And I found the way right to it. Where I drove, I didn't even know. Drove up the street. 
up the, up little, the little incline of the hill. And all of a sudden, all of a sudden, the chi was like, it was, like it, was really it was really quiet and chill and, chill and, and, and easy, easy and like, like that's that's the kind of environment that I want. And that's how and that's I how I well found this found this house. And I had I had what I wanted in the house. And I walked I walked in and I was like, kitchen's here, kitchen's here. The bedroom chair. And like I had a checklist. So as soon as so as soon as I saw it, I knew it was my house. But you might feel like you might feel like that too without even having a feng shui. Yeah, and then you can and then you can add layers, other layers to it. Right. Okay. Does that make sense? That makes sense. Yeah. Oh yeah. So, um, and then well, in the house that we we ended up getting is at the end of a cul-de-sac essentially, or like we're at the um, and well, and our road is called Pau Nani, which is beautiful ending. (laughs) So, but we have you know we back up to basically behind us it's the biggest the tallest uh, mountain in the world Mauna Kea so yeah so I feel very like supported because of that right yeah yeah and you yeah. got a house and you got a house on either side of you yeah that's what we call that's what we call an armchair formation that's what we want that's what we want something okay. solid, something solid bigger behind, bigger us, behind us something something of equivalent, of equivalent size, size on either side Okay. You've already done very well. You've already done very well. Good job. (laughs) Um, Okay. So I know people are going to want me to ask about abundance. Like how can we create an environment that really calls in the abundance? That's a great great question. Eight mansion systems systems are really good, useful system for that. Because because if you are using using directions that are unfavorable, you may find, you may find yourself like digging holes and, holes and losing money and you just can't seem to get out of a situation. And sometimes, and sometimes, you, have sometimes you have to digging. stop digging. It's sort of like hemorrhaging. You're like hemorrhaging money. Stop the bleeding. Stop the bleeding. First, you have to make changes. Stop the bleeding. Then you can heal and the opportunities will come for money to your life and you can retain it. Some of that is through your Chinese astrology. If you're personality, personality is, somebody is somebody that will always give away. money away. You may have to make, some, have to make some choices, choices not, give, not money give your money away, pay everybody else, and take care of everybody else's bills first. But, but with, the feng shui, with the feng shui, there are definitely, there are definitely the nachos, the nachos that you want to focus on can be used, can be for, used wealth for wealth development. The position that the you're, position that you're sleeping at night Particularly, particularly the stove, the stove because, the because the knobs on the stove, on the stove are what are called wealth activators. Wealth activators. And so, if, and your, so stove if your stove is positioned well, well in the house, it can make a big make a big difference. I know this. I know this for myself because when I first because started, I first my, started my feng shui journey, we ended up with massive money around money. And when I talk when I talked to my feng shui master, I learned I learned that our stove was activating really negative stuff. So I had to go to my so I had to go to my say, husband and say, "Honey, honey, we have to stop. We have to stop stove. using the stove." And he did all the cooking. And he did all the cooking, and he was like, "What? What? What? What did you say?" I said, "I'll do all." I said, "I'll do all the cooking from now on." So I stopped. So I stopped using the stove. I covered. I covered the burners with like a wood chopping block. And then I took a and then I took a two burner stove and I put it in a different part of the kitchen so that it was facing a particularly different direction. And I used a crock pot like in another part of the kitchen. And and it took a little it took a little bit of time to get the issue to calm down. We did get it fixed in our favor. Okay. So money does not money does not come falling out of the sky. Sometimes, sometimes you have to stop meeting in order for in order for situations to turn around. So it gives you so it gives you opportunity to manage to manage the situation the situation in your, favor. in your favor. Okay, so I'm super curious about this. So how, um, in terms of the stove placement, again, is that is it the direction that it's facing? Is that is that what we're looking at north south east west kind of thing or like or is it where it is in position in relation to the rest of things oh, in the house oh. or the kitchen? Okay. Oh, oh. So so one system one system is location. location of the kitchen of the kitchen in relation to everything else in the house based on based the on the orientation of the house as a whole. So for so example, for example 
if you are a West if you are a West Life person, person, which you will find, which that, you will information find that information based on your based on your year of birth, divided into what's called East Life, life group, group or West Life or West Life group. The house has the, the house same has the same concept. concept. So based on the orientation, so based on the orientation of the house, the house is, the house is facing east. That means it's sitting. That means west. it's sitting west. And the house and the house is a West Life house. So if you're a West, so you're a West Life group, having a West having a West Life group house is favorable. Okay, so can you just so that I'm I'm trying to imagine this? So wherever your front door is, like if that's facing east, then the back of the house is to the west. So then that's a west west house. Person. Correct. Correct. You come take my class. You come take my class. Good job. <laughs> okay. That's it exactly. That's it exactly. Okay. And okay. there are some and there rules, are some for, rules that. for that. So for the, so kitchen, for the kitchen and a west, and a west group, group house, we want the we kitchen, want the in, kitchen east in an sector. east sector. Okay. And what if what if the orientation's more north south as opposed then it would to be opposite. then it would be opposite, right? So, so north south north orientation, orientation which is quite favorable, quite for, the favorable for the next years, twenty years. By the way, that's a whole other that's system. a whole other system. Okay. <laughs> it's like it's multi layered. Yeah. If a house is if a house is north south facing, that makes it that makes it east group house. So then the kitchen so then the kitchen would need to be in a westerly section. That's okay. one aspect. That's one aspect. The other aspect, the other aspect is, what's is what's called flying stars. So when a house, so when a house is, built, is built and the roof is put, and on, the roof is put on, it gets birth it charts. Gets birth charts. Just like all of Just us, like all of us born, when we're born, they were born. So energy is energy essentially, is essentially locked into, into the house. And it's a little bit, and like, it's a little bit like background music. So it tells so us, it the, tells kind us the kind of vibration, vibration happening in those particular sectors of the home. And if the stove, and if the stove is, is sitting, sitting a particular, a particular orientation, orientation it can impact, it impact well. Those, those, uh, those, 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 the, the, the energy that's trapped in there is those are called flying stars, and those, and those stars have, have energy pattern behavior, behavior. And we want, we want the stove to be activating, activating good stars. That's why the that's why the the knobs become well activators. Okay. That's a little, That's bit, a more little bit more advanced. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, um, again, I'm just thinking my house, it's been added on to over time. Mm -hmm. And again, we bought, and so it has a very interesting configuration where the front door that goes into the main living area, which is a great room, it's a living dining kitchen, open space. So there's that door, but then we have another door from our lanai that goes into our family room and then we have another door that goes into our our ohana which is actually where my bedroom and my husband's office is so we have these and and all of the doors are facing different directions and so that's good like that's good okay is it because i'm it's it's a really interesting house like very strange but i'm just it's good it's good because it's helpful to have more than one door Okay. If your main, if your main door, door is not favorable, favorable yeah. it's, very it's very helpful to have another door. Okay. So if you're so in an apartment and you only have one door, that's all you have. And if the door is not favorable, maybe you have a balcony or maybe you have a window where you can invite chi coming into another place. But really, we bring the chi with us through the door. So if you have more than one door, it helps identify if this particular door is favorable or not. Sometimes the door is generally good. But over, over a nine-year nine period, one or two, one or two years, years visiting, visiting star energy, star energy is unfavorable. So for one year, so for one year we might be like, just close that door. Close that door. You don't really want to use. You don't really want to use the door that year. Then you have another door that you can use, even though it might be inconvenient. Okay, that's okay. Sometimes, sometimes avoiding negative things in your life is in your life just as helpful. Yeah. Okay. And some people are going to be like, "Oh my, this is too hard." But it can, it feel, can really feel really hard, hard because it is because it is and this is why I said it's never thing. one thing. Mm -hmm. And this is and this also, is also in my experience why money money trees and money and money frogs crystals can feel can feel good for a short period of time, but but the energy, the energy may not hold long enough. It may not it may not be sustainable for things that you want. And it, and it also is a misconception. The only way, the only way that you can access money is one sector, is one of, your sector of your house. 
What if that what if that sector is a bathroom? Or what if your house, what is, if your house is U-shaped and that sector is missing? Yeah. It doesn't even make it doesn't even make sense that you would not be able to make money. It right. Doesn't make sense. Right. Well, and that's again, that's kind of how our house is. It's a little it kind it's kind of an LSU shape. <laughs> so yeah. it it would be very like if you're thinking of yeah, just a normal rectangle house or something where those quadrants are our house doesn't fit that right right and so there's and so there's ways different ways that we would approach it depending on the length the length and the size and dimension is it missing is it extended is it something that is part of the house is it separately? separately this is all this is all the practice comes this is why this is why you do sort of need professional to help when you're doing when you're dealing with a really problem Okay. It's helpful, it's helpful to, let to let somebody else see it. Else see it. Even yeah. my even own, my own feng, shui. feng shui. I have, I have, I have colleagues. colleagues. I go to. I don't even try, even to, do try to do my own. You're too close, you're too to, close it. to it. It's just it's helpful to let somebody else, else see it. it. And we can and we filter, filter through, through all the misinformation on the internet. The stuff that is so the stuff that is so unhelpful for you. And is and is because the lucky charms are only lucky to the person that you're giving money to to get the lucky charm. It's not helping fix your problem, at least in my my experience. No, no. And I think that is so important because I I do think that people are misinformed about what feng shui really is. And so I appreciate your perspective and, and really it's okay. Yeah. There's just so much that goes into it. There's a lot, so there's a lot that goes into it. There's, there's, like I said, more than one way to say that. And sometimes, and you, sometimes you may need to work with a different, with a different practitioner to get a different perspective, a different answer. It's sort of like going to a doctor. You may go to one doctor and they say, need surgery, we have to be really aggressive with this. And that might not sit well with you at all. And you might be like, hold on a second. You can only do that with one way. Go talk to somebody else. They have to say, sneak from their approach. You're really letting someone in to the details of your life. Bedroom. Into the things that are on your heart. You need to be able to trust them. And understand, and understand the, kind the kinds of things that help you, help you and how, and how it's going to affect you over time. Some things, Some things work, work relatively quickly, like flying stars, work very quickly because people love them. People love them. They're very satisfying. Some other systems, Some other like, systems like a kitchen, other wealth building formula, take time. And so, and so depending, on, depending how on how it is. is it, the, it, you, can the, you can get what I call a thick, like or random, you stretch it out, and then it snaps. What I call what I call a kick, and it changes really, really quickly. Sometimes, sometimes it takes a little bit longer. Sort of like sort of like trying to steer around the an issue. Takes a little time of time to turn the boat. You have to have to decide what you're willing to do and what kind of commitment and what kind of commitment you're willing to make. How inconvenient it would be for you. And what you're willing, and to, what you're willing to tolerate. If you're a practitioner, if you're a practitioner, you can do and you only do, and four, only do four of them. Call that person. Call that person. Tell them it didn't work. Because there's a, because there's a reason that they gave them some things to do. Yeah. Ten things. Ten things probably, probably are connected. Okay. If you're not, if you're not willing to do all, all things, can't say can't say it didn't work. It's sort of like one of the directors says, exercise and change diet. You need to go on vacation. You go on vacation. Go on vacation and you still eat. And you don't exercise. And you don't exercise. Did you do all the things, you you all the things I told you to do? No, no, I went on vacation. No, no, I went on vacation. It was great. I am going to come back. I'm going to come back. I'm still stressed. I feel good. Didn't do everything. Didn't do everything. Very simple. Very simple. I'm pretty direct. I mean, people's situation. And if you want to, if you want to feel good, please get my thought. Okay. Well, and so being that, um, okay. So can you work with people remotely or do you have yes. to actually like be in the physical space? There's quite a bit. There's quite a bit that could be done. Okay. Um, um, designing, if you're designing a new scratch, scratch we need to, we measure, need to it. measure it. If you are, if you are purchasing a property, we can view, we can view it remotely. Remotely. Especially if you're in a satellite, we can get 
advice and advice and give me a little more on your video, video that we thought that we could really. Really. A lot of people, lot of people, were, people not were not working really really during we had to pivot, we had to pivot really, really, really quickly. We just didn't know, just how, to know how to do work remotely. But you, but you had the system in place. My business grew during the pandemic. I was already doing. I was already doing that work. Does that make sense? Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. What else would you like the audience to know about either feng shui or Chinese astrology? Let I guess real quick. I do have a question um, because I'm familiar with Western astrology because my mother was an astrologer when I was growing up. So what is the difference between Western astrology and Chinese astrology? I don't have a lot of I don't have a lot of experience with Western astrology. It didn't really it didn't really for me. For me. Okay. Really feel, really like, feel like oh the sun oh, is in our house and you're amazing. This is a this is a great time to let something go. That is, not that is not helpful. And I came to and Chinese I came to Chinese astrology when I was trying to make my make my way myself marketable. marketable. How to explain my personality. I know that I know that I'm really good at explain that, explain that to you in terms that the the scanner on the resume is going to pick up pick up right. I had to learn some other terminology. Why I'm good at the things I do. Why I'm beneficial to your company. And that is for me between astrology and Western astrology. It really helped me understand the kinds of choices that I make, great timing to do something, and how to share the best of my people. How to explain. That's really, that's really the environment. Why do I get along with this boss versus this other person? Why is this person good to be on my team and the other person not so good to be on my team? These were really questions I was grappling with, and Chinese astrology helped me answer them for me because it helped me understand the balance of elements that we are born with and how they interact. My limited understanding of Western astrology that it's the things that we can see in the cosmos, the planets, the stars, the things that we can visually see. The five elements are universal. They're all the things that make up the universe. So we're not limited to where is Jupiter, Mars, Venus, North Star. This is everything. For me, that was for me, that was a much more holistic approach, and it was and it was much more effective, fascinatingly accurate. It also it also told me about things that happened in my life and why they happened when they happened, and what I can learn from situations so that I can improve the future, and also how I can do things differently. That pattern of energy shows up again, so I know so I know how to adjust and pivot and get the most out of a particular energy interaction. Okay, so then when someone comes to you and wants wants help do you automatically run their chinese astrology chart to like to to be able to help in their environment or or is it i guess yeah how do how do people work with you so when i do a feng shui so when i do a feng shui consultation i certainly include chinese astrology as part of it i will run charts because i think that information is part of the diagnostic your chart, your is, chart missing is missing element, fire element, and you've chosen, and you've a, house chosen a house that doesn't have fire element. element. We have to figure we out the feng shui, way, how to tap into it. Okay, because often, because often someone, someone will choose a house that's reflective of their chart. Very common. Very common. That's one. That's way one that way that I can use Chinese astrology. I can also. I can also use it completely separately. I have clients. I have clients that come to me and they just want to talk about the energy of the year, how the best optimized choices of the year based on energy balance. A lot of my wealth development, development, wealth creating clients that do like financial advising, those kinds of things, like in the crypto, they want to know this information. People who want to know should I start dating? Because I'm looking for a partner. Is this the year that somebody might show up for me? Do I need to get prepared for that on an emotional level and be ready? And then you welcome in a new partner. Is this the year? Is this the year that I should be having a baby? Is the time where my body is going to be ready and the energy to support me having a child? Hey, I'm thinking. Hey, I'm thinking about buying a property. Maybe selling my property is going to do that. And we can see some of those as clues in astrology. So we can use. So we can use that independent of feng shui, and we can use it with feng shui. Okay, beautiful. 
Well, so again, in the last just little bit of time we have here, what else would you like us to know? And then tell us again where we can find you on your socials and your website. But yeah, what do you want us to know? <laughs> if you want, if to you want to feel a sense of empowerment in your life, a sense, a sense of, of well-being, a greater, a greater sense of, sense of control, if you, control will, if you will, over the things that are happening and being able to, being manage, able to manage the challenges in your life, you should consider, you should consider the significance of your physical environment. The way to find, the me, way to find me is on social media. I'm on, I'm on Facebook, Instagram, Instagram LinkedIn. LinkedIn. My website is fsinmotion.com. I have a newsletter. I have a newsletter. I don't do a lot of newsletters. You can sign up. I have the occasional newsletter. I do talk about Chinese New Year every year. So everybody always wants to know about what's coming. We're coming into the year of the dragon in February. It's going to be a big year for a lot of reasons. And you may be curious about what's coming for you individually and for your home because we're going to talk about the feng shui of the year and also your own personal energy of the year. So you can stay tuned for that. I also make personal calendars for my clients. And that sale is going to happen in October. Okay. Well, and we're going to be airing this after October, but... We will be close to the year of the dragon <laughs> changeover, but um, I really appreciate the conversation and getting to meet you. So much information, yeah. and yeah. I mean, yeah. So for those of you who really um, you have no clue what you're doing in your house, <laughs> I highly recommend reaching out to Jillian and I'm, I'm, I am so excited to go see your toolkits on your, in your free stuff too on your website. Cause yeah, this is um, so much more information than I ever learned. Um, but I, I didn't get hardcore into the feng shui. It was a little more of the just superficial. More of the design, of the design right? Yeah. Which, which is great. Is great. And, a and a beautiful space, space yeah. can, have can have good feng shui. Feng shui. And it can and be a beautiful, beautiful space, space and, and, not, and have not have good feng shui. Right. Right. The energetics are off. So, so even though everything can be decluttered and everything can be put, put away, you could still, you have, still have challenges. And that, and is, that is when feng shui can come in. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Well, again, thank you. Thank, you thank you so much for being here. And for those of you listening or watching, thank you for being here as well. And I'll see you next time on Connection to the Cosmos. Aloha.